Welcome to Straight Up Small Business, the podcast for startup and scaling up entrepreneurs who are ready to take their business to the next level of profit. I'm Beck Buchanan, an accountant turned virtual bookkeeping business owner. I'm super passionate about small business and helping entrepreneurs fall in love with their numbers in order to achieve their goals. If you ever feel confused, unsure, or overwhelmed about the financial side of your business, then you've come to the right place. This podcast covers bookkeeping, finance, and small business topics discussed in a straight-up way. My goal for each bite-sized episode is to inform and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business, backed by financial know-how, so you can create the business of your dreams. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes, and let's dive in. Before we kick off, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the Bundjalung Nation, whose country I am on while recording this episode. I respect their elders from the past, present, and those emerging as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land. So wherever you're listening to this today, I acknowledge the lands on which you are and those First Nations people who lived and worked there for over 70,000 years. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 75 of the Straight Up Small Business Podcast. I'm grateful that you decided to tune in today and grateful for all those kind business owners or listeners generally who take the time to let me know that they're enjoying this content. If you ever have a topic you want me to cover, then be sure to let me know via Instagram. You could DM me or respond to a post or you could contact me via LinkedIn or if you have my email address, you could email me there too. Maybe I'll do a poll this week on Instagram asking people what they want me to cover in future. I'm not running out of ideas, but I just thought I've never done that. Maybe I should ask everyone. Anyway, if you follow me on Instagram, then you may know that I received a pretty cool award a couple of weeks ago on the 30th of June, 2023. I received the Bookkeeper of the Year Award at the Accountants Daily Australian Accounting Awards. That's a bit of a mouthful. The award ceremony was held at the start in Sydney, and it was a bit of a deal, if I'm honest. It was black tie, It was beautiful food, amazing music, a bit like wedding, but like amazing wedding, like the best wedding ever, and good company with my husband who I attended with. I only went with my husband. I didn't actually know anyone else in the room when I walked in, but by the end of the night, I connected with many amazing bookkeepers and accountants and was feeling all in all very inspired about the people and businesses in my industry. I've never entered these awards before and I really didn't know what to expect when I did so, but it was a wonderful experience and I'm so proud to have won this award and I'm thinking now, what am I going to do having won this award with being the bookkeeper of the year for the next year? I've also been reflecting on my awards journey a little bit this week in between end of financial year, client work and school holiday juggling. And I wanted to share some insights here today with you on the podcast after that reflection. Firstly, let me tell you a bit about why winning this award was a goal of mine. I've been in business, my business being straight up bookkeeping for four years now. I started it in May four years ago and business is going well. I know that sounds a bit subjective to say my business is going well, but I measure this by client satisfaction, word of mouth referrals coming our way, verbal feedback from our clients, 
revenue, my pay, my staff pay, our profit, our cash flow, and so forth. And I'm doing some pretty significant things in my business, like this podcast, not everyone has a podcast, like my mentoring program for bookkeepers, which actually starts today in round two, like creating online courses, like our very niche branding and marketing, like going for B Corp certification and so on. And I was just getting to feel as though I needed external validation and recognition that I and my team are the market leading bookkeepers we've been saying we are. Our vision, if I may share it with you, is to be the number one preferred bookkeeper in Australia for purpose-led business owners by providing premium bookkeeping services in a straight-up, sustainably focused way. And as I was honing in on this vision and our mission when doing a brand refresh late last year, I got to thinking, how can we really achieve this vision if we are self-appointed with no official endorsements to that end of being the number one preferred bookkeeper. I also, around that time or early this year, I can't remember exactly, I did one of Odette & Co's PR webinar courses. And that was amazing, by the way, if you ever get the opportunity to jump on one of those, do so. And it occurred to me when doing that webinar that my business had never done any PR activities whatsoever. In fact, I signed up for that webinar to learn a bit more about what PR was, to be honest. With my podcasting content creation activities taking up a fair chunk of my week every other week, I didn't feel like I had the energy to write an article and pitch it to a new site, which seems to be a lot of what the PR world gears itself towards. So trying to win an award this year for personal achievement goals, but as well as good PR for my business, this felt like an aligned move to take. So when the opportunity arose, I entered the awards and gave it my best shot. And it was actually a very rewarding exercise when answering the entry questionnaire to list all of the achievements that myself and my business have achieved over the last four years since starting out. And long story long, I found out I was a finalist a couple of months ago, which was incredible and actually felt like a winner at this point. But then I went to the ceremony on the 30th of June and proceeded to win the award amongst of the group of other incredible finalists. It was humbling and nerve wracking and I could barely speak when I got up on stage to accept the award. But here is what I've learned since. Number one. Vision boards and goal setting activities are very powerful things. As I said earlier, I had a goal to win an award this year as external validation for the big things we're trying to achieve in my business. So I put this on my vision board and in my quarterly goals that I work on with my coach. Beyond that, I didn't do too much more other than enter the awards and show up at the ceremony, but it's pretty cool to achieve the goal so swiftly. And looking at my 2023 vision board just now, I can confirm that I've already achieved most things on it, or am at least doing most things that I set out to do when I created this board during the period between Christmas and New Year when I was on holidays. It's not that I didn't believe in what I was putting on there, but some of the stuff I did put on there was fairly aspirational at the time, yet I'm halfway through the year and already ticking most things off. I think that's pretty incredible. I've never done a vision board before, but I certainly will be every year from now on. And I highly recommend that you do too, if you aren't in the habit of creating vision boards. Believe me, the process works. But secondly, the main thing I wanted to get across in this episode is that small businesses can have a big impact. And I want to encourage you to never underestimate your own small business in this world. 
Of the bookkeepers in my category, I wasn't the biggest or my business wasn't the biggest or the most experienced or the most celebrated or well-known. But in the four years since starting my business, I've been able to win an award for my work and be named Bookkeeper of the Year. And here is my take on why I was able to win the award. And by the way, I know that there are many amazing bookkeepers who didn't even enter the award, so they weren't even eligible to win. And those in my category are also doing incredible things and they didn't win and it's not to negate their amazingness either. I'm not trying to be a legend in my own lunchtime here by talking about my win in an egocentric way. I just want to share my thoughts on why I think it was possible for me to win. And in sharing this, there might be some insights for you to take away and apply to your own small business. So insight number one is that good business is the way of the future and the present, to be honest. And if you're not getting on board with matters of social responsibility, then you might get left behind. Millennials and Gen Zers won't stand for anything less. They want to work with and in meaningful organizations that are doing something about the world's problems, and they want to buy from socially responsible businesses. But it's not just these generations and people born during those years, it's older people as well. People like me and older. I think most people these days know that the world can't continue on its trajectory of climate change and social inequity and still be a world that we want to live in. Not everyone has the resources or the energy to take major steps to improve things, but I believe businesses who choose to do something will stand out and thrive. During my acceptance speech on stage, I mentioned that we, my business straight up bookkeeping, donated 1% of our revenue during the year to charitable causes, and I got a round of applause. And I think this is testament to how well-received businesses doing good things, charitable things, Things beyond just making revenue for the sake of more revenue is being celebrated. My second insight is that innovation is key to staying relevant and ensuring longevity in your industry. I don't think it's enough to do things the way they have always been done anymore. For me, it's mixing my bookkeeping, client work with podcasting, course creation, mentoring, thought leadership, and purpose-led activities. It's embracing technology and AI and getting on the change train, not being scared of the change, but rather embracing it and seeing where it can take you. Anyone can stand out in their industry by not doing the same thing that everyone else is doing and not by doing things the way they have always been done and by looking to the future and thinking, how can I stay relevant as things evolve? My next insight is that being clear on your purpose is essential for needle moving action and you need to let go of busy work in order to deliver on your vision. In his book, Busy, Tony Crabb says something along the lines of, no greatness was ever achieved from having inbox zero. That's not quote for quote, and I didn't have time this morning to go and find the actual quote because I listened to it on Audible, so I didn't even have it written down, but it's the gist of what he said. And that line in the book was a real aha moment for me. My inbox, when I checked this morning, is sitting at 425 emails. And by the time I finish this podcast, I'll probably have another 30. It stresses me out. Like I want it to be nil, but I'm sure I wouldn't have won any awards from having a super clean inbox. I could spend all day responding to emails and still not get through them all. So I actively choose to ignore those for periods of time so that I can focus on content creation, deadlines, and thought leadership activities. The deep work stuff that really changes things up in my business and my industry. 
The next insight is that having integrity and doing the right thing is the most important thing at all times. There is a dark cloud hanging over the accounting industry right now. You will know about this if you've heard in the news about the large accounting firm, PwC PricewaterhouseCoopers, using confidential government information to help large companies to avoid paying tax. Whilst you or I probably won't ever have the power to cause wrongdoing to that scale, I know there are opportunities in my daily work life, so perhaps yours, where I have choices to do the right thing or the wrong thing or the slightly less wrong thing. For me, it's usually just about guiding clients or not putting personal expenses through their business or choosing not to work with clients who don't meet the ethical standards of our business vision. But it's still a choice to be made and I take it seriously. Sometimes having integrity requires hard and uncomfortable conversations, but I've never shied away from these and will have them with gusto going forward. A small business doing the right thing is worth a thousand times more than a big business doing the wrong thing. My last insight following my award is that it's beneficial not to look at what others are doing and instead pave your own unique way. I've said on the podcast before that I run my business in a bit of an industry silo. I don't look at what other bookkeepers are doing and I don't listen to other bookkeeping podcasts or read bookkeeping blogs unless they are by accounting industry thought leaders or there's some reason I need to be reading that for training. It's not because I'm not interested or think I know everything, far from it. It's just that I don't want to get distracted or influenced by other bookkeepers because that would impact my uniqueness. I'm laser clear on my own business vision and I don't look sideways when trying to execute it. I think this is why I've been able to stand out and I highly recommend this approach to work, or at least if you're trying to break ground in your area of expertise. Well, there you have my view on why I think I was able to win Bookkeeper of the Year Award and hopefully some useful insights within that you could apply to your own business journey. And a bit of free advice for all the business owners out there is to get out of your own way and get in the arena. You may know that quote from Brene Brown. Give whatever it is you've been pondering or considering or perhaps the thing you're not even sure is possible, a red hot go. You may just surprise yourself. I believe life rewards participation and the universe is certainly proving that in my case. Just be sure to put your goals on your vision board. Have a wonderful week and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you left a review. And if you're not already, please connect with me on Instagram. My handle is straight up underscore bookkeeping. And if you'd like to know more about how I can help you be successful in running your small business, please check out my website, straightupbookkeeping.com.au for details around my signature bookkeeping and zero course, Bookkeeping It Real, and also my done for you bookkeeping services. Thanks again and see you next week.